before you did music rooms on Clubhouse, what were you doing in New York? So before, like, Clubhouse and all that stuff, I, I was doing, um, I was pretty much doing a, a music review show, but it was on Facebook. So pretty much what the situation was, um, you know, a lot of people do these music rooms and stuff. And for me, like, I don't like to do stuff that is, um, that is basic. Uh, I don't like to have competition. I don't like to have anybody to be able to compare what I'm doing to what they're doing. My, what I'm doing is always going to be different, unique, and special. So when I was doing um, my music review show on Facebook, uh, a lot of other people would pretty much, you know, go live in their home, in their kitchen, in their living room, and they would just play artist music and give their feedback. For me, I wanted to have a different spin on it. So what I would do is obviously with me living in New York City, that's like, you know, the biggest city in the, the country. So um, literally I, I, I got this huge speaker, and this was in the middle of coronavirus and stuff, so New York City was kind of empty, and it allowed us to do a little bit more than what we normally could do. Um, I would take my huge speaker, go down to Times Square, and um, I would go live on Facebook, and I would have artists submit their music onto my show, and then we would have people in the streets of New York give feedback on their music, and we would turn up party. It was it was amazing. Like, the, the show was phenomenal. And, um, you know, I even have police officers who would come to me and they would say, look, what you're doing is technically illegal because you do not have a permit and you are literally throwing a party in the streets. However, it's an amazing show, and it's in the middle of coronavirus, and it's not like you're really disrupting things. So the police would actually allow me to continue to do my show even though I did not wow. have a permit. Unfortunately... Due to the fact that Facebook is not my platform and they kind of get to pick and choose what goes on, Facebook started shadow right. banning my platform. And literally, we went from having like 20, 30,000 viewers per show down to like a, a few hundred. And, and people were asking, wow. me, the show. we can't see it. We can't find it. We don't know what's going on. And literally, Facebook was making it so people could not tap in and find my show, which is very, very shameful because at the end of the day, we were really helping artists get out there. Because let's say you're mm -hmm. an artist in Arizona or you live in like Utah or something like that, a lot of these people dream of having their music played in New York City and, and, and especially yeah. in Times Square, you know, the, the heart of the world. And I was giving that opportunity to them and letting people in the streets judge their music. There was no other platform that was doing that at all, and we were doing it. And it, on top of that, it, it was a party, you know, so it wasn't just us playing music. We yeah. were turning up. Like, it was damn near like you getting a free music video, uh, you know, while we're playing your song in the background. So, unfortunately, Facebook kind of like, you know, put the, the brakes on that, which was all good. Um, you know, I obviously still had like my music connections and artists that were looking to get their music played. So when I came across Fireman Bands and what he was doing, that's when, you know, we decided to connect, link up and bring all of our connections together. And, um, you know, that's how the music room continued to grow from there. That is definitely what's up. And TJ BZ, who is one of the amazing moderators at on the, the Black is Hot over on the clubhouse is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So how in the world did you even get into this whole music realm and working with artists? Like like what did you did you start out as an artist? Like how how did your journey begin? Yes, yeah, so um uh, my music uh 
I wouldn't even say career because it was, it was a, a short little stint. But I guess you'd say me being in the industry started off when I was living in um, uh, Maryland. So essentially, like, you know, I started making music myself. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I submitted it to, you know, a couple popular mixtapes. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Hip Hop TXL. Um, it's Dat Piff's most popular mixtape series. They, they've been dropping mixtapes for years. Um, literally, if you're familiar with the mixtape game, you know Hip Hop TXL. And the first song I ever um, created, I submitted to Hip Hop TXL, and they actually approved it, which was crazy to me because at that point in time, I didn't know shit about the music industry. I didn't even know about needing to have your music mixed or mastered. And they took my right. song, put it on the professional mixtape, and the song was not mixed or mastered, but they really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, at that, po- now, at that point in time, obviously, you know, I had to pay for that, um, but your song does have to be approved for them to put it on their mixtape. So um, after, uh, you know, the Hip Hop TXL mixtape, you know, I continue making songs and whatnot, and then Hip Hop TXL actually reached out to me, and they say, hey, look, we know that you were part of one of our previous mixtapes. Um, we would like, for, you know, to, to put you on another mixtape free of charge, but we just need for you to do a drop for us. So um, I created another song. Um, you know, I did a drop for their DJ and their their um, their, their mixtape series and everything. I want to say I was on about three hip hop TXL mixtapes. And um, essentially, when it came down to, to being an artist and whatnot, I really definitely enjoyed it. But I felt as if that the support was not there. Um, but you know, of course, all artists feel like that at some point or another. And then I kind of decided right. that instead of me wanting to be the artist, because like you know, at the end of the day, I'm truly an introvert, so like I don't really care too much for like that attention and all that type of stuff. That's why if you notice, like on the viral love train, you'll never see a picture of me up there. I don't post pictures. Right. Of I, I you know, like that's. I rather get someone else lit, you know. So um, essentially, I said instead of me being the artist. Why not be the person that supports the artist to help them get their music out there, to help get them connections? Because if in my book, that's pretty much like, you know, I feel that that's the better role. I'd rather connect mm-hmm. people in the background instead of having, like, the spotlight on me. So, um, yeah, like, pretty much that's pretty much where we are, we're at right now where we're just trying to get artists, like, you know, their music heard, get them connections, get them in places where they wouldn't have been at before. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just networking, growing, and um, if I can help you get your music out there and I truly believe in it, I'll definitely fight for you and see what can we what we could do. I love it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about Viral Love Train without giving it away. So just tell, talk about how it came to be. Let's start there. So for anybody who's not aware of what the Viral Love Train is, it's an event where we have hundreds of business owners, entrepreneurs, um, you know, content creators, um, you know, uh, you know, anybody who has a, a something they're trying to promote. We come together and we engage with each other's social media platforms in an extreme manner to help manipulate the social media algorithm to give people the opportunity of going viral. So pretty much people will be able to put a post up, and then that post will be able to get hundreds of likes, comments, saves, and shares from real people with real businesses, real companies, and they're really looking at what you're doing. Now, the way that came about um, when uh, Clubhouse first started up, uh, I was seeing that they had these engagement rooms going on. I was not an Instagram person. I still am not to this day. Um, you know, I mean, I, I know about Instagram, but I'm not a person that likes to post myself on there, that type of stuff, go live. Like, that, that's just not, not me. But um, I was going to these engagement rooms on Clubhouse, and I was seeing how everybody else was running these engagement rooms. And I just kind of noticed that, like, the people who were running these rooms weren't doing it for the right reasons. They truly didn't care about mm. actually helping people grow. A lot of people were 
doing engagement rooms because it was a way for them just to have a big room with a big audience, and people want that audience because they want clout. Knowing me, you know, I don't give a shit about that. You know, like I don't care about like just having a big audience, just to have a big audience. If we're gonna have a big audience, we're doing something and we're making something happen, and people are gonna be winning out of it. So essentially, um, you know, these engagement rooms are going on, and uh, I, you know, came up with this idea because I was thinking like, you know, everybody's in these engagement rooms and they're pitching their brand and their business, and it's very slow. You know, it, it takes a while mm-hmm. for you to get your chance to pitch. When you do get to pitch, the engagement only lasts for like a couple minutes, and then they're on to the next person. So I was trying to figure out a way of how we can bring everyone together to make it easier for people to get engagement and at a longer rate. And I pretty much came up with the viral love train idea, which is where we add everybody's posts to the Instagram story of the viral love train page. And we send everyone to our IG story and they save, share, like, and comment on each and every post that's on our IG story. When I came up with that idea, I didn't know that it was going to work. I didn't know it was going to be successful. It was just something, it was a shot in the dark. And, um, you know, when I would create the viral love train, pretty much I would put, I would go to all these different engagement rooms on Clubhouse and I would tell people what my idea was. And I would say, hey, if you want me to add you to the Instagram story, tag me in a post of yours and I'll add it to the story. And if I add you to the story, Mm -hmm. you have to tap in with every other post up there. I would go to like four or five engagement rooms um, and collect people from each room to do it. And um, eventually it got to the point where there was uh, one group that was doing the engagement room and they had it down packed. Like they were professional, they were organized. There was no drama. They were business oriented. And I was like, okay, um, you know, I relate to these people. I like what what they're doing. Instead of me going to these five, six different clubhouse rooms and collecting people, let me make this group my home, and I'll stay here, and this will be the home of the viral love train. And as we kept on doing the event, it got more successful. People started getting more engagement, and we started implementing more things. Right now, with the viral love train, each post will have a number on it. It has instructions on what to do. Before then, there was none of that. It was just post on my IG story, Mm. no instructions, no numbers. Literally, I would just tell people people in the clubhouse room what to do and just hope it would happen. And I myself have never had a post on the viral love train. So I actually don't know what the effects looks like as the, um, you know, for the, for the person who does have a post up there. Um, but from what right. they were telling me is that it's amazing. It works. And they're getting the most engagement that they've ever gotten in their life. And at the end of the day, when other companies and other brands and businesses go to their Instagram to see what they're doing, they see all that engagement. And they're like, this person mm-hmm. has a hundred 200 plus comments and they only got like mm-hmm. 2,000 3,000 followers oh that's crazy right. you know they, they really got something going on like let me let me support this person let me give them an opportunity let me give them a deal let me pay them to post on their IG so they can get that type of engagement mm-hmm. there is no engagement event like the viral love train in the world but it really comes down to the community because without the community putting the work in we don't have a train it doesn't move. Nobody gets engagement. But due to the fact that everybody's serious about it, makes this event work. Like at, right now at this very second, we're conducting a viral love train. The room doesn't open for another two hours, but there's already about 50 or 60 people who've already started tapping into the post on the viral love train right now because they know it works. Okay. Also, the fact mm-hmm. that no one has to pay for the viral love train. It's a free event. You pay if you want to. If you want to pay, you're paying because you want to get posted first. You want to get more engagement. You want more people to tap in with you. But we understand that there are companies and there's people who are just starting out, and they don't have that type of money to be paying for promotion. And that's totally okay because I was in that situation as well. And like I said, I wanted to be that person to offer that support that other people weren't getting. And the viral love train provides that. People can come to our room, 
participate in the event, get a free slot on the train, get their Instagram ran up, get opportunities, get deals, get, get you know, their music heard, get followers, and not have to pay a single dollar at all. There are certain people who have yeah. never paid for the Viral Love Train at all and have received thousands of likes, comments, saves, and shares, and tap in every Thursday and Sunday. So I'm very proud of the Viral Love Train. However, it's just the beginning because, um, you know, we obviously do have a lot more growing to do. And eventually I want to get to the point where, like, we're going to start booking celebrities to participate in the viral love train so that way we can have certain people of higher statuses tap into these posts that can vouch for these people's businesses. So now they're getting verified celebrities to say, hey, I like your content. I like your product. I like your service. And that's going to make other people want to buy from them and help them grow as well. So, again, viral love train's only been around for a little bit over a year. I definitely see this going, like, way, way, way further. We um, obviously just added YouTube engagement, TikTok engagement as well. We can even do Google reviews. Literally anything that somebody needs for us to click on, you can just type in something on your page or whatever, we can do it. Just let us know. And if you don't have the money to pay for the service, support the community, and you can get that same exact service from us for free. Exactly, exactly. Kita DZ, who is one of the phenomenal <laughs> I'm moderated over at the Black is Hot on Clubhouse with my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So the one thing that I definitely know from you specifically is that when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? When it comes down to my legacy, I just want to be known as that person that got uh, got people those opportunities that they weren't able to get before. Um, you know, and and at the at the time right now, I am doing that, but obviously I want to do it on a way bigger scale. Um, unfortunately, when it comes down to Instagram, you know, they may not be they probably frown upon what we're doing because technically it is platform manipulation. But at the end of the day, it's more of us than there is of them, and we can overcome anything. So when people think of TJ. I want them to think of somebody that has helped hundreds of thousands of people get their brands and businesses off the ground. I would love for somebody to make it big and say, hey, I started off in the viral love train, and I had a post up, and it really did blow up and went viral, and now I'm on TV, you know, because obviously, like I said, I'm not looking for, you know, that attention. I don't want that spotlight. I'm an introvert. I'd rather just be to myself and quiet, and that's pretty much how I am outside of Clubhouse, but I want to be able to get those people who are looking for that, those opportunities, and just by networking connection, uh, connecting people, that can definitely happen. So when it comes down to my legacy, I want people to know TJ Beasley as the person that helped hundreds of thousands of people and got hundreds of thousands of people's opportunities that they probably would have never gotten before. And that's why I definitely want to have him on today. Y'all see his energy. Y'all see his passion. I am a part of the viral love chain. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, I've seen my Instagram just grow like crazy because of it. So I truly, truly appreciate you with every single thing that you do. Thank you for taking the time out to to do the Viral Love Train and the music rooms. You really are changing lives when it comes to um, a lot of these artists and businesses. So that is super, super dope. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the show. I truly appreciate it. And, you know, anybody who's listening, you can always participate in the viral love train. 
It's every Thursday and every Sunday night. You can go to the website, theviralovetrain.com. Go to our Instagram, at theviralovetrain. Tap in, and you'll see your Instagram grow right before your very eyes. You support us. We support you. It's all about the work that you put in, and hopefully we can make some celebrities, some very successful entrepreneurs off of this event. And I've had have businesses tell me that their companies literally run off of the connections that they got off the Viral Love Train. Um, I'm sure you're aware of Ruby Designs Graphics. We say it in the room all yes. the time. She's pulled in over $19,000 from connections that she's got off of the Viral Love Train room and turned into sales. It's all about the work that you put in, but I'm looking to give people millions of dollars, you know, so definitely. I love it. How long has she been in the room? She's been in the room, I want to say participating for like – damn near since we've begun, so about a year, but she just started recently tracking her sales off the viral love train within the past, like, four or five months. So, like, like, you know, definitely last four or five months, I remember when she was saying, hey, I made $3,000 off the viral love train, then it was 5000 Now, she has a high-ticket item. She does professional websites. So if you're looking for a professional website to be done, obviously you want to tap in with Ruby Designs Graphics, but the fact is is that her work speaks for itself. She talks Talks to yeah. people, she networks with them. She shows her product to the people in the community, and they buy because her her um her services are one of a kind, just like the viral love train. Exactly, exactly. Go ahead and give your shout out, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to shout out the viral love train team. Um, obviously, you know Queen Judy, Judy um Sweet Drops. Love she, she her. She, uh, like, literally finding her was, like, a, a blessing because there is nobody else on Clubhouse. There's nobody else in the world that runs a, a Clubhouse room like Judy. She's compassionate. She's sweet. And the thing is that she's just like me. She truly cares. So when we're allowing people to pitch their brand and their business, she makes sure that people are tapping in, they're showing love, and that you're getting engagement even before the viral love train starts. Obviously, the viral love train team um, is, is myself, uh, Judy. We got Malay. Asia, Nelkis, DJGs, Trent a Badman, that's the core of the team. And we've been doing this for a while, and a lot of people will even say it on Clubhouse, there's no engagement room like the Viral Love Train because we're serious, we're professional, and we want to make sure that if you're coming to this room and you're expecting to get engagement and you're willing to put the work in, you will receive that. So definitely shout-out to the Viral Love Train community as well because they put the work in to make this event happen. And, um, you know, shout-out to everyone who's listening to this interview right now. Definitely appreciate you guys for tapping in. And again, every Thursday night, every Sunday night, tap into the viral train. Even though we only host the event twice a week, understand this. You come in on Thursday night, your Instagram is blowing up for days afterwards. So it's not just you tap in Thursday night and then that's it. You tap in and put the work Thursday night, you're going to see results from the viral love train days, if not weeks after the event is over with. And when you consistently participate in the event, you'll consistently see growth on your Instagram page from this event. So definitely tap in. And we cannot wait to see anybody who is listening to this interview come into the room and show love to the event. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. I cannot wait to see you today on the viral love train. I'm about to make my posting a little bit as a matter of fact. So you are super awesome, and I truly, truly appreciate you. Hey, and I appreciate you too, Queen. And um, we're most definitely, obviously, you know, we're going to post you on the Viral Love Train tonight. You always tap in. You always show love, and you always earn your free slot because you put the work in. So obviously we're going to be running up your IG like crazy tonight. Can't wait to see you tonight, Queen. Next Legacy.